You are listening to Keystone Stock Talk Podcast, Episode 16. Today we have a unique show dedicated to discussing one of our recent special reports from our Canadian Dividend Stock Research on DRIPS or Dividend Reinvestment Plans. Now dripping, as it's known as, can be a powerful long-term strategy. The key to The key is to buy the right stocks, be prepared for a little DIY work, and get ready to get rich slowly. Unfortunately, it is one of the least talked about financial strategies on Wall Street. Why? Because a drip can be set up so that investors pay no ongoing brokerage fees. If Wall Street isn't getting a cut, then you're not likely to hear about it. For long-term investors, drips can be great. Not only do you pay no ongoing broker fees, You can buy shares in some great companies at a discount to their price on the market, often 2 to 5%. It's like being a member of an exclusive investment club, and it's free. So let's get into the show. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for stopping by. The podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at www.keystocks.com. Come back often, and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RRS feed, or on iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter, at Keystocks, and on Facebook. Now let's dig into the show. I would again like to welcome my co-host, Keystone's senior equity analyst, a father of one, and a man who does not know what news is more exciting this week to him, Gwen Stefani's return to The Voice, the low ratings on this season's Celebrity Apprentice, or Kevin O'Leary's cross-Canada conservative leadership tour. Aaron Dunn. Hello, Ryan. Nice to be here chatting with you today. You know, just talking For about sure, the drip I... report, it's interesting because I, I, I found that I learned a lot doing this report with you. I always just figured that that it was just a very simple process, and, and that a drip was a drip, and there'd be a, maybe a difference in terms of the discount that you're going to get. But it is actually it's it, it is actually a bit of a process, and there are some things that that you do need to know. So it it. One thing that I notice is that it probably sounds a lot more complicated than it actually is. But as you've said before, once you get this kind of thing set up, then it just kind of then it just kind of works on its own. It's just just a matter of getting it set up. No, I, I think you're right. And today's show, in some respects, will sound a little complicated. Uh, that's because we're being very detailed in how to set up a drip. Uh, and and a, dripping can be a very powerful long term strategy, but like you said, and I think like you're intimating, it's it's not that dripping is for all investors. In fact, if you don't like doing a decent amount of upfront work or DIY type investing or have a short-term outlook, then you should probably find another strategy, to put it bluntly. Dripping is DIY investing to the next level, but the benefits, and we're going to discuss those today, they are real. In fact, after you have done that initial legwork, a drip portfolio is actually quite simple to maintain long term but first you know before we get into how to set up a drip you know aaron you can tell us uh, what is a drip essentially yeah okay so drip drip is it is dividend reinvestment plan d-r-i-p so this is an option provided by some dividend paying companies where you as as a shareholder instead of receiving cash dividends you can opt to receive additional additional shares in that company so this means your dividends are essentially being automatically reinvested back into the company which you own. 
And with many of these drip programs, you're also getting a, a discount of 2 to 5% off of the market price. So there's two main, well, there's two types of drips that investors need to know about. There are regular drips and there are synthetic drips. So a regular drip is, is when you actually, you opt into the, dip, to the dividend reinvestment plan with the company that's offering it. So you opt into their plan through the transfer agent and they may also have uh, they may also have a, a SPP or share repurchase plan as well, which is very similar. It just allows you to buy shares, additional shares over and above um, the amount of your dividend. So you're actually you're doing this directly with the company in a regular drip. And the advantages are that you can reinvest the, the dividends without any commissions and fees. Um, and there's the ability to purchase partial shares even with the smallest dividends. Um, there's also the price discount as well, as I talked about for, for specific companies. The downside of the regular drip is that it's a bit of a process to get started, and there are limited companies that, that offer the, the option. Um, in terms of the regular drip, one negative is, well, you can't use them in a regular, in a regular, sorry, in a registered account. So you can use them only in a regular investing account, not in a registered account like a TFSA, an RSP, or an RESP. So from a summary perspective, the process would go like this. You find companies that offer the DRIP or the SPP program, um, then you purchase shares in those companies through your discount broker. You call your broker and you, you, you request a share certificate. There may be a fee involved in this. And then you mail the certificate to the transfer agent and then you go through um, a series of paperwork that we'll talk about in a little more detail. So the second type of DRIP, this is the synthetic DRIP. And this is when this is actually just through your discount broker, and they they basically handle all this for you. So they reinvest the the dividends for you. You don't actually go through the transfer agent and with all that paperwork. So there's a couple of distinctions between the regular drip and the synthetic drip that are worth noting. Um, one of the negatives of the synthetic drip is that only full shares can be purchased versus fractional shares in in the other drip program. So for example, if you own ten shares of a company trading at hundred dollars per share. $1,000 full full position value of the stock pays a 12.5% dividend annually. So in after a year, you receive $125 in dividends. So under a regular drip, your money immediately goes to work and you get to purchase 1.25 additional shares, assuming the share price is, is, is still $10. Um, so 1.25 shares, that fractional ownership. Whereas under the synthetic drip, you buy one share for $100 and with that extra with that extra um, uh, $25 that's, that's sitting in your account, it's just going to sit there basically for a year until you have enough money to buy, to buy another full share. So this might not seem like a lot, but over 10 to 20 years, it can really add up in missed returns if, if the stock is performing well. Um, some discount brokerages as well in their synthetic trips do not honor the share price discounts that the, that the companies offer. So that is a big minus. But the positives are that you can drip in all accounts with the synthetic, so non-registered accounts as well as registered accounts like TFSAs and RSPs. And as well, which is going to be mean a lot for, for many investors, is that the process is far simpler than with the regular drip. You, you don't have to go through uh, a lot of that paperwork. That's a great summary. Now, um, it, I think at this point it's it's key for us to point out that not all drips are investment worthy. Just because a company has a drip uh, plan or a dividend reinvestment option, 
Uh, it does not make it a great investment. In fact, there are some companies that we looked at and researched for this, uh, for this special report that offer drips that we would not touch with the proverbial 10-foot pole. Uh, the most important element of any investment strategy is the quality of the investment, not whether or not it offers a drip or if it's TFSA eligible or RSP eligible. It is the quality of that investment. You need to understand the business behind the company you are buying and why you are buying it. Understand what you're investing in at all times, and this is true of any investment we make. Think about it. Would you buy a new car without a test drive? Uh, would you buy a new computer without looking at the specs, a TV without looking at the picture, or even select a spouse without going out on at least a couple dates? Now, if you answered yes to these questions, then dripping is not the strategy for you. If you answered no, uh, fortunately, there are some solid selections of good companies that happen to offer drips in Canada, and our Canadian dividend stock research is designed to help you find them. Now we're going to get get into a little tag team here to set up the uh, how on the steps to setting up a drip. There's seven that we're going to go over here. I'm going to get Aaron to get started here on step one, selecting selecting your drip stocks. Yeah, that's right. So step step one is just actually selecting the stocks that you're going to buy, and this is really the most critical step because it doesn't matter. There's there's roughly there's several hundred companies out there that pay dividends, roughly a couple hundred that offer drip programs. Um, and, and SPPs, share repurchase programs. But it doesn't matter how attractive that drip program is. If the stock you're buying is not a quality company, if it's not something that's going to grow long term, then all of the, the cost savings that you get from the drip, all the market discounts, all the compounding, that's going to amount to pure window dressing on a poor investment because the, the, the poor investment is going to eat up all those, all those benefits and then some. So that's, that's obviously what we do at Keystone. Our prudent dividend growth stock research is designed to assist our clients in exactly this journey. So finding high-quality dividend growth stocks, which also include great long-term drip stocks as well. Um, but whether you use our research or not to build a drip stock portfolio, we highly recommend getting some independent advice and research into the stocks you're looking at to purchase before you make the critical decision, which is what stock are you going to buy? So step two would be open a discount brokerage account, and that is if you do not already have one. While there are other methods to obtain one share through share exchanges, for example, and some companies will even let you buy directly from them, we find that opening up a simple discount brokerage account is the easiest way to start. The setup should be free, and all the big banks have solid options here, including CIBC's Investor's Edge, Royal Bank has RBC Direct Investing, TD has TD Direct Investing, Scotiabank with its iTrade Canada option, and BMO has its BMO Investor Line. There are also, uh, there are also a number of independents out there that offer great service and uh, selection as well. We do find, however, that the big bank brokerages in Canada for this specific application tend to have a better chance of honoring the discount offered under DRIPS in their synthetic drip offering. So one of them may be a better choice for you. Now, by using a discount brokerage, you should be able to make your initial share purchase for between $5 to $30 a trade. And your only other fee should be payment for putting the shares in your name, uh, which would be in the range of $50. Other than the stamp or a stamp here and there, that should be all you pay for setting up the drip. 
Now, we, again, we've seen others suggest you buy one share or the minimum amount of shares the company requires for participating in your drip. If this cost, uh, if costs are of, of extreme importance to you, this is a route that you may go. Okay, so step number three, buy the stocks via your discount brokerage. So this is when you, you, you know what stocks you want to buy. You've got your discount brokerage set up. So now you actually buy positions. You actually fill positions. How many, what the size of this position is going to be. The reason why this is a step is because there's a couple ways you can approach this with, with drips. Um, in terms of how many shares you buy, that obviously depends completely on you as an individual investor. So investors can generally purchase as little or as much of a stock as they want. But with respect to drips and share purchase plans, you have two options here, so to speak. One option is that you can start just with a full position. So if you're planning on on you know having, say, $10,000 position in the stock, you can just buy the $10,000 position right away or you know $8,000 and add a little bit later. Um, and then once you have that position, you can use the drip and the share purchase plan, the SPP, to slowly grow it over time. Option two is that you can start with uh, with the minimum position required to enroll in the drip and, and the SPP. So whatever that is, um, let's just say you know five hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, very small position. The, the, it's going to vary by company, but you essentially you'd start with this small position, and then over time you would use the share purchase plan to gradually build that small position up to the up to the full size position, and that's something that you do over a period of time. So. With option number two, there are restrictions that you need to consider before before making any purchase. You can reference our Canadian drip list, and you can find the transfer agent for the stock that you're looking to buy. It's it's included in the drip list. Um, you need to determine the minimum amount of shares that you have to buy in order to be eligible for the plan. In some cases, it can be found on the transfer agent's website, but you can always get it by calling up the people at that specific transfer agent and and asking them. To confirm the, the minimum purchase requirements because that is what they're essentially there to do is, is to help you yeah i think that's an awesome point uh if you have any difficulty during this process call the transfer agents we've got them listed for each company in uh, our special report and they're there to hold your hand and help you through this process so step four would be have your broker transfer the shares from street name to your name and send them to you now, you have made your buy at this point. You have one or more shares of your drip stock in your account. Now, first off, remember to wait two, or five, two to five in that range business days to allow the purchase to settle. Then you call up your broker and ask your discount broker to change your share from what is called street name. These shares with a discount broker are held in this manner on your behalf without your name on any physical certificate. So you call them up and ask for them to be registered in your name. Uh, you may initially face some resistance as the broker will no longer profit from your future purchases, but just be firm and it will get done. There will likely be a registration fee charged by the broker, $25 to $50. You are within your right to ask for this to be waived and you can reference the size of your account or other accounts you have uh, with the bank. The term, the term that you've been a customer or anything that they think benefits with you in this regard and you may not have to pay it. Uh, as soon as the registration has been changed, contact the company or the company's trustee to request the DRIP and share purchase plan enrollment forms. Some of the trustees or transfer agents have these forms online uh, and some of them you'll have to wait uh, for the via snail mail. 
These forms do not take more than a couple of minutes to fill out. After first reinvest reinvesting of dividends, you'll receive your first drip statement. Then you can proceed to make share purchase contributions. Uh, again, many times your discount on those shares going forward would be 2 to 5% from the market price. Now some quick tips on this step. Number one, if the transfer agent makes the forms available online, use them. The process will be far quicker and there is limited reliance on Canada Post. Number two, ensure that you tell your discount broker via online or on the phone or written to print the share certificate in the same name you want to register your share with the transfer agent. This will uh, help you with any confusion. Now, number three, expect to pay money for the share to be made in certificate form or in your name. As we stated above, big bank brokerages usually charge about $50 plus tax. Again, you are perfectly entitled to ask for this fee to be waived, but it might not happen. Number four, expect the certificate to take two to three weeks to arrive in the mail. So the process can take a little bit of time. Okay, step number five, complete the paperwork with the transfer agent to enroll in the DRIP and SPP program. So this is the fun part where you actually have to do the, the paperwork with the transfer agent, but it's it's not going to be that bad. So there's a couple ways you can you can start by going to the transfer agent's website, taking a look at the forms on there. Um, there's a drip circular as well in the company or the transfer agent's website that will tell you what the correct forms are. But really, we suggest that you just dial up the transfer agent and have them talk you through um, all of this if, if it's at all uncertain to you or, or this is your first time doing it. Again, that is what they're there for. And the transfer agent will confirm what forms you need to fill out and give you any assistance with that. So typically, the forms you'll be looking at is there's there's a form to enroll in the in the dividend reinvestment plan, and then you can, you can state whether or not you want all fractional dividends to be reinvested, so getting fractional shares. Um, there's, there will be another form to sign up for the share purchase plan to state that you want to submit um, checks to to buy more stock if, if you do choose to to join the the share purchase plan and then there'll be a third form in the drip enrollment that is not a, that just basically confirms you're not associated with any money laundering and that you are actually a real live person doing this and we'd hope that would be the case obviously now uh, step well, six here not, mail would have trouble listening to the podcast so <laughs> we'd hope so <laughs> no, number six Mail your transfer agent the DRIP and uh, share purchase form. You, you now have your share certificate as you will need the share certificate number identified on it. Remember to handle this certificate with care as it is a real share certificate. Do not send that certificate to your transfer agent. We suggest keeping it in a safe place. If it is a significant dollar amount, then keeping it in your safety deposit back box is probably prudent. Again, if you're unsure which number the share certificate number is on your share certificate itself, it's a great idea to call the transfer agent and they can help you through that. Mail your forms and letter directly to the address specified on the forms. It will take two to three weeks to get your share enrolled in the DRIP and share purchase plan. You can give the transfer agent a call in about three weeks to confirm that everything is running smoothly. By this time, the the transfer agent will probably know you by name. and. Uh, You'll be worked through the process, and yet you're on to your last step. Yes, the final step, step number seven. Uh, send a check as part of your share purchase plan, optional cash purchase. So this is just for investors that opt into the SPP, the share purchase plan. So they want to buy additional shares 
over and above just what they get from the drip. Uh, so essentially, um, now that you're, you, you've been registered with the transfer agent, you'll get some mail from them in return, including a forum called an optional cash purchase forum. Every month or quarter, based on what the drip circular or, or plan, plan allows, you can write a check, um, complete this optional cash purchase form, and mail the form with your check to get your stock purchases commission-free. Um, some plans will allow you to set up direct deposit from your bank, which you can, which you can turn on or off as, as, at, at any time. And as we mentioned, you may also get those shares at a 2 to 5% discount um, from the market price. Remember that you're not required to send any additional money through the SPP monthly, quarterly, or annually. It's just an option you have to continue to add to your position in a stock, and you, you can stop doing that at, at, at any time. So depending on the company drip, um, you, you're going to have to be careful to know what the minimum purchase amounts are required. Some stocks have no minimum. Others have a minimums of $100 or some companies even higher. After the dividends are reinvested, um, and each time the, the checks are cashed, you'll receive a statement from the from the transfer agent, of course, and you'll continue to, to receive regular statements detailing your holdings um, and, and all the, the purchases that you make with your DRIP and your SPP. And those will be required for, for tax purposes, so you'll want to keep those because you'll need them to calculate your adjusted cost base for the stocks that you accumulate over the years. So to conclude today... Um Dripping has its pluses and minuses. I think we went through those in many cases and as part of many Canadian investor portfolios, adding a drip element can be a solid strategy. Drips are great for the set it and forget it percentage of your portfolio. This could include, for example, Canadian big bank holdings as many of us buy them and hold them for years, if not decades. In this scenario, setting up a drip is a great way to continue to add to your holdings using dollar cost averaging at a discount to the market price without paying any ongoing commissions. This is provided, of course, you don't need the income. Uh, if you're into a drip, make sure you're in it for the long haul. Drip investing works best for investors uh, who, who are looking years, not months out. Otherwise, why start and do all the work in the first place? In the first place. Now, in terms of the type of stocks that we would recommend for dripping at minimum, we want to see a company with consistent and growing annual cash flow, consistent dividend track record, dividend growth, solid dividend yield, reasonable dividend payout ratio, good management with some share ownership from the management, and an industry with stable or growing long-term path. We'd also like a number of other things, but that gets you started uh, towards the companies that we are looking for. Now, to help you get started on your path, um, that's why we created this report, essentially, uh, and you're trying to create maybe a 10 to 12 stock drip portfolio of your own. Uh, in our report, our uh, 2017 drip report is a list of 125 Canadian stocks offering drips with a number of key stats on each company, three recent buy reports from Canadian our Keystone's Canadian income slash dividend stock research which continue to offer good value long-term and offer cost-effective drips with share purchase plans. Number three, we have highlighted another eight stocks, which we do not currently have coverage on, but consider relatively high quality and have potential interest as drip stocks. You can purchase this report online for $5.99 or become a Canadian income stock client and immediately gain access to this report with its unique recommendations for free. I'll just add, Ryan. It's actually it's it's four individual stock recommendations in the report. 
I think you added one right at the so end there. So four by recommendations in the report. Slipped it in right at the end. Just slipped it right in. Good. Excellent. That's got four excellent companies in there to start you off. Uh, building that 10 to stock, 12 stock drip portfolio that can be a portion of your overall portfolio. So that'll conclude our podcast for this week. I'd like to again thank Aaron for being uh, my co-host uh, and remind you that you can find show notes at www.keystocks.com. Uh, follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. And as always, we wish you profitable investing. Thank you, Ryan. Profitable investing. Thank you.